So listen, now it is time for the official interview of the show. And as mentioned earlier, today's interview will be focusing on Child Protection Week. So in case you missed it in our introduction, it is very important to observe Child Protection Week and protecting children every day. Because children in South Africa live in a society with constitution that has the highest regard for their rights and for the equality and dignity of everyone. Protecting children from violence, exploitation and abuse is not only a basic value but also an obligation clearly set out in, in the Article 28 of the South African Constitution. So listener, let's talk about today's very exciting interview. Today we are joined in studio by Dr. Mpo who is going to chat to us about Child Protection Week and its importance. Dr. Mpo is from Gauteng and he, and he has just recently qualified general pediatrics um, at Red Cross Children's Hospital. Mpo studied at UCT and finds great joy in working with children and appreciates how small changes make a big difference in their life. So welcome doctor, um, welcome to the show. Is there anything else um, that I might have left out? No, that's all. Thank you for having me. Well, we are so happy to have you. So to start off, how are you today? I'm doing good. How are you and your audience? <laughs> I'm good, thank you. And that's great to hear from you. So let's get into it. So for a child who is listening now, what are or what is um, Child Protection Week? Uh, Child Protection Week is an awareness campaign that uh, we commemorate annually. Uh, it's meant to promote the rights and well-being of children and raise awareness of uh, possible uh, protection things from neglect, abuse, and any other forms of harm and violence that they may experience. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, lots of countries have it, including South Africa. I think it's very important. It's very important that we, you know, highlight what Child Protection Week is. So, um, Doctor, why is this campaign very important, especially in this day and age, um, and where children are falling victim of various harmful things like gender-based violence, rape, poverty, poor education system, and I, you know, etc. Indeed, yeah, uh, children are increasingly vulnerable to to all the factors that you've mentioned especially in our society as well. And remember, a lot of children don't have a voice and we as the community health professionals and various other multiple mm -hmm. stakeholders are their voices. So it's ever more increasingly important to actually raise awareness about this. And it also sort of helps to direct resources to where services are needed as well. Mm -hmm. That's very interesting. So um, this year's theme is Let Us Protect Children During COVID-19 and Beyond. How have children been affected by COVID and what is being done to remedy the situation? Yeah. So children uh, have unfortunately been uh, affected quite a lot, often not directly. I mean, they were not directly involved in terms of the mass illnesses and things. But a lot of disruption in school services, disruption in access to healthcare. Uh, some of their primary caregivers may have died during the waves and mm -hmm. uh, that outbreak. So a lot of changing in social and family dynamics. And a lot of people were pushed towards poverty and a lot of that as well uh, directly went to children as well with job losses and everything. So a lot has been done to try and sort of uh, uh, make up for that. You know, things like uh, catch-up vaccination campaigns, trying to do remote learning with schools, trying to get more employment back on. Uh, but there's definitely still a lot of room to improve mm -hmm. on that end. 
Of course. So when I was doing my research for the show, um, I came across a passage highlighting the five P's in child protection um, and how they are meant to make a child aware of them for an awkward situation they don't understand. What are they, what are they and their um, purpose? So they're more of uh, principles of uh, children's order, uh, and they guide quite a lot of documents that we draft in terms of uh, children's uh, protection. Uh, they speak to the well-being of the child, that is paramount, which would be one of the P's, uh, partnerships with communities, parental responsibilities, uh, and protection uh, from services. Uh, including the multitude of services that uh, are interlinked with governments. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. Well, that's very interesting. So do you think people are aware of the rights of children in South Africa? And do they practice them? And um, what does re research say about this? So I think, uh, interestingly, South Africa has a bit of a high knowledge about uh, children's rights. Uh, We've got a very good constitution in that. A lot of people are aware, but I think the practices, uh, especially in uh, disadvantaged and more poor communities, the realization of those routes is a bit of a discrepancy. But I think in general, uh, there's been a good uptake of uh, people being aware of children's rights. So um, thank you so much for all your answers so far. But let's really quickly take a quick ad break, and after that, we will jump straight back into the interview. My name is Ryan. I am 11 years old and I am an RX radio reporter. And I think we should celebrate the youth because many young kids lost their lives for us to be here today. I am a teacher. I am my name is Kendall Benting. I am 12 years old. I am an Oryx Radio reporter and I think we should celebrate our youth because the youth is important to us and it is our future that we should be celebrating. My name is Carl. I am 11 years old and I am a of Oryx Radio. I think we should celebrate because we are the future leaders of Moore. Elke kiezer wat ons vandaag doen zal bepaal wat er type ervarings ons zou opdoen voor en toe op ons pad. You are tuning in to Arctic Stadium's Registrar Show where we chat to doctors about different health topics that affect children and parents. So sit back, relax and learn something new right here on Arctic Stadium. Arctic Stadium, by and for children. Okay, listener, welcome back to the Registrar Show. I am Emily, I'm still your host, and now let's get back into the interview. So, Doctor, um, what do people need to do to raise awareness during Child Protection Week? So, I think part of this is uh, all the local media, uh, also radio stations, uh, holding events. Uh, green is the theme of the day, so wearing green to uh, try and raise awareness for Child Protection Week. Word of mouth generally helps and trying to get more involved in local communities or non-governmental organizations that are promoting uh, children's rights. I think it's really, you know, nice we all have to be green on this day. So, um, Doctor, who is responsible for protecting children? I think that's a very important question. Uh, indeed. Uh, 
so parents are the primary caregivers and they, they do bear quite a large responsibility of mm-hmm. uh, protecting children. But it's actually a multitude of people. You know, government uh, has a responsibility and a moral duty to actually uh, protect children as well. Communities, uh, whether it be the neighbor, also uh, has a duty to look out for uh, children. And then healthcare workers in their professional mm-hmm. capacities uh, also uh, bear a role. So I think everyone each uh, plays a role uh, in, in terms of uh, protecting children. But it's it's various stakeholders, yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think your answer is basically it takes a village to raise a child, like that quote. <laughs> Indeed, yeah. Yes. So um, what does the law and policy say about, cho- about child protections? So, uh, I mean, we've got a good comprehensive document. Uh, the Children's Act of 205 is, uh, is a good one. It quite provides quite a comprehensive framework about uh, uh, what uh, the rights uh, of children are. And we do have a national policy framework, on, uh, uh, on which is a guideline document uh, that follows up on that, which also shows about how to report mm-hmm. uh, and how to prevent uh, sort of uh, any ev- ev- instances or episodes where you think the child might be a victim of a particular abuse as well. Uh, it does have a lot of complex uh, legal framework, but I think it's good that it, it encounters for a lot of situations that may arise. Yeah. So here's a good one. Do you think that the government is doing enough to shine light on child abuse? Uh, I think... Uh, there's a lot of work being done by the government. I mean, uh, this week especially, uh, we've had a lot of uh, coverage of child protection. There's been lots of uh, policies. There's been lots of uh, government institutions. The Department mm-hmm. of Social Work uh, has been doing quite a lot to, to raise awareness. And if you look at their annual reports, there are yes. a lot of efforts being made. Yes. Uh, I think in a topic quite as complex as this as nuance, there's always room for improvement. Uh, we mm-hmm. do know that there's quite a, a, a still a large amount of people that uh, that destitute or you know, disadvantaged or uh, in all sort of circumstances where they're very vulnerable, and a lot of those are children. So mm-hmm. I think there is still a lot of uh, room to improve there. Of course, yes. So if a child is feeling unprotected from harm, what are the steps they should take? Yeah. So uh, ideally, there should be a trusted adult, you know, that the child could go through. Uh, we know that uh, as children develop, that's where they'll become a bit more vocal and that's where they'll be a bit more able to find their voice. Uh, a lot of the children won't actually be able to know, and some children won't actually know that they are being abused or they're being yeah. uh, in a situation where they are a victim to uh, one form of violence or the other. So it is up to us as a village uh, to try and pick that up. Uh, but in terms of numbers, if someone's uh, at that age where they can call, you know, they can uh, use the child line or at 100 and 55 is quite an easy one to remember. I know the Department of Social Development is also trying out uh, a new uh, pilot number now as well that they're doing. I think 0860-4848, you can correct me on that as well. you can go to uh, social workers in the communities as well uh, and also non-governmental institutions that are around. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, uh, find help where, wherever it's mm-hmm. easiest and nearest. 
Of course, yes. So, um, is there anything else you would like to add? Uh, no, just thank you for having me. I think uh, <laughs> you guys okay. are doing a great and shining light on uh, this important topic. Of course. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for joining me today. I really enjoyed the interview. Listener, I hope that you enjoyed the interview just as much as I did. I'm sure you found it very informative, especially because today is such an important day, you know, to celebrate children.